The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a rabbi in Israel, and they had a daf yomi shiur. And it was one guy who was a fishmonger. And the guy would come to the shiur, he's a simple guy, he would come to the shiur, he would fall asleep in the shiur every single day. There is nothing that gives a rabbi more confidence than having a guy snoring in your class. But not only was the guy coming and snoring in the class, the smell on him. People are gagging in the shiur. Anyway, people come to the rabbi and they say, listen, rabbi, the guy's sleeping through the shiur anyway. He's not gaining anything. Maybe tell him, he sh- you know, he should go home and shower before he comes. Or maybe he doesn't need to come if he's sleeping anyway. But none of us, we can't, we can't breathe. We can't focus. Rabbi says, listen, I'm not going to tell a guy he stinks. He's not going to do it. But they say we can't concentrate. We can't maybe move the shiur to an earlier time so he can't come. And the rabbi went to ask his rabbi what to do. And the rabbi said, what's the answer? Cancel the class. Cancel the class. Cancel the whole Torah learning for everybody else. Don't ask him not to come. For what? For a guy who's sleeping, snoring, who's disturbing. That's what it means to be conscious of how you use your smell, your sight, your fingers. Our bodies are one giant mitzvah machine. And a person has the opportunity to do these mitzvot in an unbelievable way every day. And God never forgets and never, never, never misses. Even a single thing you do with a finger, with an eyebrow, with an ear, with a nose, with a smell, the taste, every single, you took one step out of your way to show the person, not just told him, make a left, go over there. Hashem writes it down. I'll end with one story that happened this morning because it blows me away. I have a gentleman here in our community. He wakes up this morning and he takes his phone and the phone screen is not working. He's a purveyor of art. He always needs to be on his phone. People are calling from around the world. He grabs his phone and the phone screen is not on. He's trying, can't get it to work. Goes downstairs, huh? Working. He goes downstairs. He can't figure out what to do. The doorman, the doorman's calling him. Everything, nothing is working, nothing. He thinks to himself, I could go to the, to the, to the Apple store. They could fix my phone, but then I'm going to miss praying. I'm going to go pray. Hashem, and when I finish praying, my phone's going to work. And God, if my phone works, right after we finish praying, I'm not going to use my phone anymore before Shacharit. And that, as he said to me, can cause him to not pay attention when he prays, cause him to pray later than he would otherwise would have prayed. We finish the prayers. And as we finish the prayers, he hands a phone to someone else in the, in the room. The guy pushes the button, the power button, and the screen comes on. The second we finish the prayers. Hashem, I know how hard it is for you to not use your phone before you pray. I know. That's, that's what you want? Right after? Exactly? Okay, you got it. Exactly then. What an unbelievable expression of God paying attention to our eyebrow and even our phone screen. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.